students of Exeter, have you craved a nutritious, affordable meal that can be delivered right to your doorstep? Ever considered spending those dull Tuesday nights in snuggled up with your housemates having a curry? Well, now you can. Karana's Curries are a student business based in the heart of Exeter, producing handmade curries with recipes passed down through generations of Asian heritage. There are a number of flavours available to satisfy the spice-phobic among us, as well as the Billy Big Bollocks who fancy an attack of the senses, and all this for as little as £5. Go follow Karana's Curries on Instagram, and if you use the code THERAINCARD when placing an order, you get free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order for Tuesday night using code THERAINCARD to make every Tuesday night a little bit less dull. Back to the studio. Hello, and welcome back to the Raincard Podcast with me, Billy Whitten. I'm Eoli Treasure. Treasure, how are you doing today, mate? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to coming up on today. It's been sort of a long time. We've been away from each other, Bill. I can't remember the last time we've been a week without seeing each other. So I feel a bit lost, but Zoom's going to have to do again today, I'm afraid. And we've got a really good guest on today. We're branching out to other universities. I'm sort of really excited to do it. I was having a shower earlier today and I saw it's oh shit, it's only 10 o'clock. I wanted it to be 2.50, so I start filming the podcast. I've sort of counted down the hours. We're really excited for this. So, Bill, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm doing, I'm a little bit worse for wear, can't lie. Last night didn't go as planned. Went went out on a pub trip that sort of escalated a little bit, but I'm I'm back stronger, better than ever, and sort of ready to go, mate. Nice, nice. Bill, do you want to do the honours introducing our new guests as sort of club captain to club captain? Huh, yet, yet to be, mate. Let's not get excited. Let's go ahead of ourselves. Uh, so this week, we sort of thought we we're going to try and branch out to other unis that are in Bucks. And not many got back to us, not going to lie. But one of the main ones that did get back to us was Leeds. And now we have club captain from Leeds University, Jack, joining us today. Jack, how are you doing, mate? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Very excited. Well. Good, good, good. What, what we like to hear, I'm sure we'll hear loads of your stories later on sort of about Leeds University, the UCCE, all, all the fun stuff, all your box memories. So really looking excited to, uh, to hear all of that. Before we hear all of that, I've made a little 11 out of cricketers who have done especially well in the last week or so in terms of our cricketing takeaway. So we can just quickly go through players who have done quite well. So um, I think to start off with, I had Ben Compton, someone I put in my draft last week for England cricketing as 11. I thought he was really, really good last uh, for Kent, 114 not out. Um, and number two, I went Shikha Darwan in the IPL. He scored 68% of his team's runs for Punjab, which is just ridiculous, sort of unheard of. I mean, 99 not out, it's not a ton, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn my nose at that. Number three, Ajinkya Rahane got 61 in the IPL, looked really, really good. Sort of a classic Rahane innings coming in at three, sort of just stroking the ball, not, not none of these stupid power shots. How's the IPL going at the moment, Tredge? I haven't really paid much attention to it. Uh, to, to be honest, as someone who's much of a cricketing purist, I, I watch <laughs> the games just as a sort of entertainment and haven't really paid that much attention into it. There have been a couple of incredible performances at sort of games that have been unbelievable that I'll go on to in a bit, but it kicked off really well. Sort of the overseas are doing really well. Some of the younger Indian boys are doing well. Sort of what you like to see, you get to see a, a range of talent. And it's been great so far. Uh, number four, Nicholas Puran yesterday got a, a 15 ball 50, which is pretty cool. Uh, number five, Rinku Singh um, in the game on Sunday, got five sixes in a row to finish the game off to win the game, which is pretty cool. 
I did see that. Yeah, that looked pretty good. I mean, yeah, Tred, you need to stop talking, mate. Jack, are you an IPL fan? Are you a? Are you yeah, a yeah, I, I, I'm a bit of the same as Tred. I've been watching it a bit. Been watching some some. But yeah, I saw that one with Ring QC, which was like five sixes at the end of it, and it was nuts. Absolutely <laughs> nuts. I haven't watched too much of them, but seeing that, it was crazy. I kept holding into the middle of his back. <laughs> try something new. Try, try yeah. something new, chap. Well, I, was, I remember. Goodness, yeah. I remember watching, I was watching the uh, great cricketer at the time and one of the blokes claimed that if he, if they did that run chase at the start of the ever, he was he tattooed something on his penis. Is that what he said? <laughs> and I think, and they did it. So I'm awaiting the result of that. <laughs> Can't wait. What is it? I don't know how we're going to see that. I hope not on the news, but maybe taking that. It's like, it's like a brief <laughs> story. story. <laughs> yeah. Great cricket. You're going to get only fans for it or something. They'd have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then following up from Rinku Singh's heroics, Shakib Alassan again performed in the Test match against Ireland. I think he got ninety odd, couple of wickets, bowled really well. I mean, what can you say? He's literally a magician, and if he were from Bangladesh, would be probably one of the greatest Test players of this generation. Number seven, Ben Folks scored a hundred, batting at five, looking like a proper batsman as well as a keeper. So bad take that note. He should be playing first Test come the summer. Eight, Jamie Porter got a nine for Essex against Middlesex. He skittled the top order. I'm not sure if you're middle. If we've got any Middlesex fans here, uh, but they were four for four, which is sort of a pretty tough place to be considering you've waited until September to play this match and you just look pretty shaky. <laughs> and then to finish off this team uh, for uh, three more bowlers, Jordan Buckingham. Is a Australian guy in the Australia A team got a six for looks like the next Scotty Boland, sort of <laughs> diddly dobbly, sort of ugly seamer, does the job. <laughs> I think there are always places for those in cricket teams. Then uh, Mohammed Siraj and Mohammed Abbas also did pretty well this week. So that's me with the cricketing takeaways. Now on to you, you two to talk about Leeds University cricket. Yeah, so I just like to add in there, you've, you've missed out a key one. There was a bloke in the IPL yesterday, the one game I did see. And the bloke, they needed one off one of the fight. So one off the final ball. And the bloke's ran in and he, he's tried to man cat, but he's completely missed it. So he's completely <laughs> missed the stumps when he's man catting, ran through and then turned around and just tried to throw the stumps down. And I was like, what, what, what are you doing, Pat? What are oh, you doing? No. Would that be, would that count as no, they, He ended yeah. up bowling it and they won because uh, whatever his name, DK dropped it and they won. It was a great game. Good, day, good watching on uh, what, Easter Monday, that. Wow, he's outstatted you there, Tredge. That's a, that's that's something. Yeah, outstatted. It's one of the only games I've watched. It was, it was a slow Easter Monday, so me and Grandpa were on the sofa <laughs> just watching that. He had some words to say about that. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. <laughs> so, Jack, we are sort of getting the idea that you are very much um, equally as much of a badger as we are. Sort of tell tell us a yeah. bit about yourself on and off pitch. On and off the pitch. Start with on the pitch, right? We play. I play. So I'm from like Aylesbury Way. Milton Keynes, Buckinghamshire way. So I play a bit around here, which is always good fun to come back to. And then, yeah, up in Leeds, play uh, first team there. So part of the club playing there, being part of the club, obviously, to start. The first year, I don't know about you guys, I'm sure it's the same. The first year was COVID. So I tried to get involved as much as possible with this, as much socials as we could have. I think we ended up going to the pub quite a lot in just terms of, like, rule of six. So I think they what they'd do, they'd get, like, they'd book out six tables outside, and there'd only be like one fresher per table. So like every half an hour, the freshers would stand up 
and then get moved to a different seniors table and sit down. Oh, you're clever. That's sort of the first inkling out of the club. Um, but yeah, I played that for two years. Really enjoyed playing that. Um, Leeds is a great city to be around as well. It's a serious night out, mm. um, which is obviously great fun. Obviously great fun. So I did that. Enjoy that. Um, well, there's not much else. It's not much else. Enjoy cricket. Enjoy beer. Mm. Um, club, club, enjoying club captain. I'm not sure about you, but it's not been too, too bad on me, luckily. <laughs> Got a lot of, lot of delegation. A lot of delegation, which is great fun. Yeah, so that's what people to do your work. That's what I'm hearing it's going to be like. I mean, it, sound, it sounds like a, a right laugh down there. Uh, the club captains, though, how have you found it? Challenging or, or mostly enjoyable? Um, mostly enjoyable. I've got a good exec behind me um, who is fine. We've got a good treasurer. Good. I live with the secretary. Nice so anything one. that does come up, which is a bit too much to deal with, just sort of pass that one along. He can deal with that. <laughs> it's like a couple, couple of complaints you have. People getting too drunk on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Um, getting kicked out of pubs, banned from pubs. Stuff like that. This part of the parcel. It's good fun. It's good fun. Crazy is in obviously the whole winter of doing that and then coming to the season now, it becomes a bit more interesting. A bit more jobs, a few more jobs to do. We'll get to the you know, we've got our first game next Wednesday for the for uni have the first game next Wednesday. I know the scheme have had their first game already. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, no, it's all coming to the go season. It's good. It's exciting now though. It's exciting to get started. Yeah, well we have the same sort of process. You net for about five months. You you, you yeah. see all the other all the other Bucks teams in the in the university sort of playing their fixtures, and now it's our time to our time to shine as cricketers. I think. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. Just touching on the UCC project, we don't really understand what that is because we are just next to uni. Whereas a lot of the other yeah. teams in that top Bucks league are UCC. Can you sort of explain what that means to us? Well, yeah. So obviously you got yourselves, you got Ed, you got Durham, uh, Loughborough, who all do the same thing. So you got like your club. And then you've got the first team is effectively your UCC side. Um, but uh, with us, it's different because you've got Leeds, is Leeds Uni, Leeds Beckett, um, Leeds Bradford are the three main unis that feed into the UCC team. So we have maybe five, six lads who are a part of that, maybe seven lads who are a part of that. Um, four of them, four or five of them are sort of quite involved in the uni cricket club. A couple of them don't really get involved in the uni cricket club. They just sort of come to uni to play the UCCE and sort of okay, yeah. themselves themselves. Completely fair enough. So, yeah, we've got this and we've got a few, a few of them. We've got like Harry Duke, Josh DeCares, who are the two pros who are part of the club and part of the UCCE, but they obviously don't play too, too much in the UCCE stuff because um, obviously they're playing for Yorkshire and Middlesex respectively. Um, but you've got a few others, Pocklington, Harvey Rankin, uh, a few other lads who are both who are part of both. So as in, we've got a game next next Wednesday. We're still unsure how how many of them are going to be playing because obviously UCC have a game at the same time. So we've got there's a fresher in it also who could be playing for us. So we're sort of waiting to hear. We sort of wait. We're we're sort of underneath them. So we give the we give their coach a call, ask them who they who he's thinking you're picking, and then from there we start picking our team. But it can get a bit confusing. But hopefully we get them for as many games as possible. And just quickly whilst talking on this, because we had some of the hockey boys on a couple of weeks ago, and there are limits with how many games you can play for sort of the first team, and then you can't play for the second team uh, if you play five games at once. Is the same thing happened with the UCC and the actual university? Are there limits of how much you can play? If you've no. So I believe, it's not gospel, but I believe what the situation is. So if you're in the UCC, they, so lead men's UCC have allotted like four lads 
who can't play for their unis. So I think it's like two from Beckett, two from uni of two or three from both. Like I'm unable to play in Bucks League for their uni. So that'll be for us. So Josh DeCares couldn't play because he's contracted and he's been picked by UCC as like one who can't. Harry Duke. Um, I think that's all from us. I think Beckett will have a couple. I'm not sure who. Um, who can't play in Bucks fixtures, but then that doesn't is no there's no limit in games. So if they play all the games in UCC, they can also play for us because it's effectively a separate league, and we can't we can't go get promoted. Um, so even if so, Beckett won it last year. It beat us in the final, which is a bit of a sore spot. Um, <laughs> horrible, horrible. Um, so they so obviously they didn't get promoted. So it doesn't really matter how many times they play for UCC, you can still play for your uni in the okay. Bucks league, which is nice, good. How how does the selection process work then? Is it done at the start of the year based on sort of someone tracks all three teams? How does the selection process work for the UCC side? So, so if you, you want to get into UCC, so you start off in September. You'll if you're a fresher, you'll arrive in September. Go to a fresher fair, and there'll be the coach from UCC there. You basically sign up with him, and you get a couple of trials. You get two, three trials, and then he'll have a look at your stats, what you've played before how you go in those trials and then he'll get, he'll take them in. But there's not too, too many people who'll get in from the start because there'll be a lot of people who stay stick around. So I know this year only a couple of people left. So the amount of people in was minimal, but there'll always be four or five, six freshers who are in the squad. Um, and then at January or Christmas time, they do a cut, but some people get cut from the squad and then that will be the, then the squad left will be the squad through the summer. Um, and some people may not play a game. Some people will only play one. Some people play the whole season. So it's very, it's quite it's tough to be, it's tough to be in 60 hours. And then when you're talking about during the winter, it's a couple of 60 am starts and tough work. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of cricket, a lot of early mornings, a lot of cricket, a lot of fitness. Um, but yeah. Interesting. That's roughly how they do it. Interesting. And how sort of you, as you mentioned, you can't get promoted. Does that have an effect on sort of morale throughout the season or are you still like, is there a bit of a lack of motivation sometimes? No, no, I haven't noticed it. Last year we did really well on motivation because the thing is, we're because we can't get promoted. If we don't look at it as the sort of we can't get promoted, we look at it as we've won our we've won the Bucks League. We're the best team in Bucks because okay, yeah. As much as we we can be the best in Bucks, and you lot could be our first team because you lot uh, above us. It's like we can't get there, so it's like very easy to motivate people to try and win that league. Yeah, as well as the fact that Beckett are also in our league. Okay, so if we nice. win it, we know we've beaten Beckett. We know we've come a kind. Because I don't know about you with a rivalry on Varsity, um, but that idea of having your like closest rivals in the same league is huge. Yeah. So I think we play them this year on the 31st of May. So like the last Wednesday, play them on them. And then we've got our Varsity on the Friday. So it's yeah. a big week of cricket against. Yeah, no, motivation's not a problem. Last year we did really well I'm getting people motivated and that's no, good. It's great fun. It's great fun. I've, yeah, because I've asked to work in a different bit of a different way, Trench, because we play as a friendly, but we don't really have a rivalry. As in, like, we claim Loughborough rivals, but I don't think they care about us. I think they just sort <laughs> of see us as a team they play. There's very much one-sided relationship, that. So yeah, we sort of, like, we played Oxford, Bristol, and we lost last oh, year. We played Bristol before, and we just battered them, so it wasn't really a very good spectacle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. With us, with Beckett, it's always, it's always a close affair. So last year, we beat them... In varsity, so we beat them in varsity T20. We won, which is one of the best days I've had at uni. 
<laughs> and then lost in the final of the Bucks League. Um, so it goes up and down. It's sort of very equal games normally. They're very, normally they're a very strong side, and they were last year as well. Um, but hopefully this year we can do another job on them. It'd be great. Fascinating. Uh, are there any major stories from like rivalries from, from the past between them? Not nothing, nothing nuts. But it's just, it can it, it gets quite feisty. So like last year in the varsity game, you've we had about we didn't you your varsity I heard or your game you have like thousands of people come to watch. Is it your varsity? Yeah, 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 your varsity. So we didn't get many. We didn't we didn't promote it last year. We're going to try and promote it this year to get more. But you still we still had eighty odd lads there last year. And you have your second team in the first game, and then you play a first team varsity straight after. And we had on the on the in the stands or on the outfield, we had so many people just chanting abuse at the Beckett lot. <laughs> and it was we picked one we picked one bloke out from their team who is a scheme bowler. He's a decent bowler, but last year we had a guy called Ben Wright who's batting and blows running in the bowling. Running pretty pretty good. He he just kept dropping it short, and Rossi was kept hitting it mixes down. To square, deep square, <laughs> every ball over. Bowl shorter, Sam, bowl shorter. And the bloke was losing his sweet, just losing his sweet. Went to the boundaries, just started absolutely shouting at everyone, calling them every word under the sun. And he's quite good. That's the, the only story. My, my very brief history, I've only had one proper varsity um, because of COVID and we didn't do it really the year before. And it was just nuts. So yeah, everyone, all the club in the change room after when we won, um, all the club in the showers, doing chants about winning and, I don't know if you know the chance about Beckett, but they're not very, very nice. So not that's pod, great. He listened, not but no, no, he well in change listening. Probably not. Probably not quite podcast appropriate. Probably <laughs> not quite podcast. I think the extra, the extra lot would love it, but not quite podcast. Probably, probably and sort of, but yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's good fun. Yeah. Uh, looking ahead, the season ahead, the ones, how are they shaping up? Yeah, we're, doing, we're shaping up quite well. We've got um, a few new lads, a few new freshers, a um, couple of lads from from up in Newcastle who have played, one guy called Cal Fletcher, a few new young lads from down south, and then we've got a couple of people who stayed on. So we're looking all right. With the UCC blokes in as well, looking quite, we're looking strong. We're, we're good, very hopeful for the season ahead. Um, but then also, we, you just you never really know because we don't know. We haven't seen half of them outside. Mm. Um, so we'll find out very quickly. But yeah, we're, no, we're looking forward to it. Um, the key ones to play is so you always got Durham, Loughborough, Beckett, and they're the three that you need to bin. If you want to be, if you want to get to the top two, get through to the semi, got to beat them. You got to beat at least two of them, probably. Yeah, um, which is tough. It's always tough to do. So because you guys can't go up, is there normally a team in like fourth or fifth that challenges to go up? Then I believe so. I'm not actually sure. So I believe like I don't know who went up this year. I think it could have been. It was a it was, league. Solon came up from the south last year. Solon came up from the South last year. It could have been someone like, I, I, I honestly wouldn't even know. It would have been someone who came fourth because it would have been us, Beckett, Durham, Loughborough. So it would have been maybe even somebody who came fifth. But I'm not yeah. sure if they would have gone up, gone up or someone stayed up. Um, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not really sure. But it does. If they come third and they don't even get through to the semi-final, I think they still get an opportunity to go up. But I think also we had a Scottish team. So Sterling have come up into Arling this year, which is okay. sort of confusing. We don't really, it's not, luckily we're not away. Okay, good. Um, yeah. them. We are away to Edinburgh though, which is long. But then normally we stay over it the night after. We make the most of Edinburgh. We do make the most of Edinburgh. <laughs> you sa- you sample Edinburgh. You sample it. Oh, we have a sample. We have a look. You've got to have a look. When you have to. I think last year when we were out up, it was a rain 
Rangers are in the quarterfinal of the Europa League. And we like couldn't oh, wow, get into okay, any yeah. bar. I know it's only Glasgow still, but we, we just couldn't get into any bar. Um, but no, yeah, Edinburgh's a great night. Edinburgh's an outrageously good night out. It's a long way from Exeter, but it's a, it's a serious night out. Serious night out. Yeah, unfortunately, I think Exeter are a bit secluded when it comes to nights out. Considering we're just so far out of the way of everything yeah. that we have to just make use of our three or three or four nightclubs there. Unfortunately, South gig. You got Bristol, mate. It's Bristol. Yeah, we have Bristol, but sports like especially on a Wednesday sports night, they they used to be in the cricket league, but they were they were pretty poo when they were up up in the top league. Like, even even yeah. we managed to get three fifty on them last year, and some yeah some guys don't score a run all season go on to get seventy five red against them. So it's been... <laughs> the availability must be amazing for that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah absolutely. Was, I'm in. Everyone was putting their name in the hat. Everyone was there. <laughs> And sort of just finishing up on the on focusing on the Leeds chat, uh, who are we who are we to look out for this year? To look out for, we've got we've got a new fresh called Noah. Um, so Noah Vickery, he's a he plays rugby for during the winter, and then he's coming to play cricket for us. He's a fresher this year, and the bloke hits the ball harder now than he's ever seen anyone hit the ball. He hits it so hard, but he could be one of those lads who I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a one sixty and doesn't score a bean outside of it. <laughs> just because yeah. every every time he's just trying to absolutely. Absolutely, who it? Um, yeah. Him, our captain Sean Sullivan. He did quite. He was quite a big name when we were about seventeen, eighteen. And he's been away for a year, so he's like returning third year. Um, so we're looking forward to him. James Rhodes is another one, but yeah, probably Noah Vickery or James Rhodes um, are the two we're sort of looking at to get us a lot of runs and a lot just get us a lot of runs, really. Especially Wheatwood, which is a flat deck. Like to think they'll be able to at least yeah. get going. <laughs> well, it sounds exciting. Up at Leeds, I want, I'll just th- thank you for sort of previewing that with us. I think we'll keep, we'll definitely keep tabs on what goes on throughout the season. That's right. Should be exciting. Should be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Tred, should we move on to the onto the draft? Yeah. So last week we had a draft. Me and Bill got threatened with death, according to some people, and we didn't have players they wanted to be in there. No, Zach Roy didn't get in there. Anyone from Kent had some sort of half stack. But this week we're doing a different draft. This week there's three of us. So whoever goes first, which we'll give to Jack, will also go sixth in the draft. And second will go fifth. And the person who goes third will also go fourth, just to make it all much more fair. Uh, so it's any international cricketer playing right now in, te- in test cricket. Assume the World Test Championship played tomorrow at the Oval, like it will be in the summer. Who are you picking? Uh, Jack, you get first pick, so you go for it. Yeah, to start off, you've got to go David Warner, opening my batting number one. No, sure. You can't go, he, any, can't go any order. We go, in, we go in through the batting order. Oh, no, you can go any order. You can go any order. Wow, order. that's changing the game. <laughs> okay, I'll t- I'll t- take that completely. Well. I'm not picking him first pick. Um, <laughs> right, I nearly got absolutely done that. First pick, I'll take... Oh, I've got, t- got to take Jimmy. I'll take Jimmy Anson. Jimmy A. Are you keeping note of this? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll keep Thanks. Yeah, Tred, you write them all down. Who, who goes next, Tred? Me or you? Uh, you go, Bill. Thanks, mate. Uh, as I got slated last week for not having email, I'm going to bring in Joe Root. The comments can't get me this time. That's that a good move, Bill. I'm going to go for an Indian duo of Rishabh Pant, just because I think there's a lack of any other good with keeper batsman, and Ravi Jadeja as he will be my spinner and can bat six for me. Fair. Fair. Uh, it's your go now, Bill, again. 
It's my go now, is it? Uh, yeah. I want. I'm going to keep the English contingency and go for Ben Stokes at six. That is that is a good pick. Bit of a match winner. So that is you, all yours, Bill. Thank you. You've now got um, two picks. Right, I'm going to go. Uh, not that road, I suppose. But what I want to see in the summer, I'm going to go. I'm going to open with Bearstone. No, I'm going to put him up top. I'm going to put him up top because I think he should in the summer. Um, and then as a batsman, I'm going to go. Oh, it's tough, but I'm going to go number seven, keeping as well. BJ Watling. Oh, clever. Nice. Clever. Mm. Yeah. I need. Uh, I've got stiffs going in the middle here, Trish. I get to pick one, every, only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then you keep going back and forth. I'm going to go for Daryl Mitchell at five. Oh, he's. Yeah, that is a nice pick. I'm stacking my middle order here. Yeah, Root Mitchell Stokes. I'm going to have to go for. In at three, I'm, it's going to have to be Lava Shane. Like champagne. Labu. And I'm going to go for a bowler. I'm going to go Rabada over Pat Cummins just because I just think Rabada's brilliant. I probably won't be able to pick Pat Cummins, unfortunately. But Rabada's my sort of favourite team in the world at the moment. So <laughs> he's, he's batting 10 for me and doing a lot with the ball. Uh, I'm going to go. Has, has Ashwin been taken yet? No, he hasn't. I'm going to go for Ashwin at seven, then. He's the spinner, man. He is the spinner. Now, now Jack, you've got two picks uh, Um, I'm going to go... Right, I'm going to get Stark in there. There's a bit of a different style, but I'm going to get Stark in there. Nice. And then I'm going to go with... I'm struggling between an opener and a four. I reckon I'm going to go... I'm going to get I'm going to get Smith. Smith in. Steve Smith. Back number four. Yeah, I'm amazed how long Steve Smith went on drafted, actually. I'm going to go for Mohamed Abbas. Good steamer, very good in England as well. It's one of my seniors. You know that, that that's that's the thinking there, Trej. Playing at the Oval. Yeah, and for that same thinking, I'm going to go Ollie Robinson as one of mine. And I you think about going... this Oval business. <laughs> and I'm going to go for my captain. I know he's not the captain anymore. Uh, New Zealand, but Kane Williamson will bat four for me. That's a good, that's a good one there, Ali. So, Bill, it's you again now. Shammy. Uh, Has Shammy been used at the bowler? No, he hasn't been used. Shammy's coming in. Um, right. I'm going to go with Conway to open. Oh, that's a, fill up my that, opening spot. That's a lot. And then set. I'm going to go with... Oh, Spinner. Where are we going to go with Spinner? I'm going to go with... I'm going to actually go English, English... I'm going to go Simon Harmer. Oh, rare. Just because he's done it so many times in England. Yeah, he is, he's a merchant for Essex. And when he played for South Africa, he's been pretty decent as well. So I quite like that, actually. Probably the best spinner in England. So yeah. he's a clever. But I think I'm prepared to go. I'm going to go for a number three. I'm going to go for Sussex captain, Chiteshwar Pajara. A good festival. Yeah, we met we met him, didn't we, Tred? Actually, we met him last week. Did you actually? Where did you meet him? So we went. We Sussex were playing at Exeter in a friendly at the County Ground Hove, and he was just sort of him. Oh, yeah. and were netting and stuff like that, and we just got to meet and have a bit of a chat. A very humble guy, so humble. He's a serious player as well. <laughs> it was, I think I described it as Tred that it was almost more satisfying watching him net than watching him in a game. Because netting wise, it was really? just like robotic, just bang defense, bang defense, bang defense. 
Whereas in a game, you're like, come on, Patrice Ashwell, hurry up, mate. I mean, so boring, mate. It's so boring. Yeah, he 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 looked perfect in the net, especially when the balls are coming quickly. You don't get a ball of the block after yeah. block. So true. Uh, who am I going to go for? I'm going to get an opening batsman in Rohit Sharma. Yeah, a good pick, mate. And Smith and Lavashane have been picked. I don't really know where where to go here. I'm trying to think of a good good number five in in Test cricket. I th- I feel it would be cheating to put Azam there. I think I'm going to have to go with Travis Head at number five. Yeah, that's not awful human, but not a bad shout. <laughs> yeah, not a good bloke. I can't but... stand Travis Head. Can't stand him. Not a fan. Don't know why. Don't know why I'm so avidly against him, but yeah, not a fan. Yeah, he played. He played. He came over to Sussex for one of the uh, a season before the Ashes. Scored no runs. And is now the best thing since sliced bread. It's yeah. so frustrating. But he's only good in Australia. I think yeah. he's going to do you dirty now. He's only good in Australia. I'm not sure. You were in April. No, I'm not backing him. You never know. Uh, my go. Have we had Warner? Did Warner get picked at the end? Warner didn't get picked. No, no. I didn't pick him. I'll, t- I'll take him now then. Warner. Warner. So, Jack, um, you've got two picks now. I think I'm going to go. I'm going to fill up my five and six. And the first one's a bit rogue. I'm not really sure why I'm doing it, but I'm going to go Temba Bavuma. Ooh, that, that is rogue. Just because recently I saw him in the, I know it was white ball, wasn't test cricket, but I saw him in that white ball series. And the bloke hit the ball so, so far. So far. Um, <laughs> yeah, and he's got I'm going to go him, actually probably him six. Carry on. Yeah, I was just going to say he scored 100 recently. I think he scored 180 odd in their recent series and looked really good. So I think that's actually a better shout than people will give you credit for there. And who's your other pick going to be? Uh, it's going to be Brook. Harry Brook. Oh, flair. Flair, flair, flair. Uh, I'm waving my cricket. <laughs> uh, did we have Pat Cumming? Did Cummings get picked in the end? No, Paddy Cummings hasn't been picked, Bill. He's coming in, mate. He's coming in at nine. And I've got an opening batsman. Uh, a number eight and a number 11. So two bowlers and opening batsmen. And I'm going to go for another sort of skillful bowler who hasn't been picked yet. It's Josh Hazelwood. I think he's just sort of quite handy. Does a job. Reliable seamer. And I'm going to team Rohit Sharma at the top of the order with Sri Lankan Dimith Karuna right now. I think solid opener. Not very attractive, but does the job. So... Yeah, he's going to be opening the uh, batting for me. Bill, you're going now. I was looking at Karuna Ratna, and I was gonna, I was gonna go for him. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm gonna go for Tom Latham instead. Nice, I like that pick. Yeah, and he's gonna have my gloves. More importantly, right, So my final two is that right? Yeah, my final. Yeah, two. You've got final two. I've now. got a three and an eight. Yes. Yeah, three and an eight. So I'm gonna go number three. I'm gonna go Babber. Rare. Oh, that's another one. Yeah, Babber in there. It's nuts how he's gone so late. But fair um, And then at number eight, I'm actually going to go Marco Janssen. Yeah. Left arm's team where he can hold a bat. Is it my last one now then, Tredge? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to, I've got another seamer to go, so I'm going to bring in a, a 3D. That is exactly who I was just going to go for. Sorry, sorry champ. Well played. Well played. 
That is gutting. So I think I'm yeah, I'm just gonna have to go for Bumra then. I think he's sort of behind a freely, probably the next best all format bowler. They both probably lack a bit in test cricket compared to a couple of other, other bowls, but they're just so good. And they've got that express pace and sort of mystery factor about them that you need to have. So show, do, do we do we all have our team written on a piece of paper? We can all read them out. So yep. everyone yep. there. Uh, Bill, do you want to go first? Yeah, can do it. So I've got David Warner, Tom Latham, who's wicketkeeping, Pajara, Root, Mitchell, Stokes as captain, Ashwin, Cummings, Afridi, Mohammed Abbas and Mohammed Shami. Nice. So do you want to get... Me, me that's right. I've got everything in the batting. It's Conway and Bairstow. They've got Babber in his three. I've got Smith as my captain at four. Bavuma, Brooke, Watling keeping. And then Jansen, Harmer, Stark and Anderson. Nice. I like that pick. And then I'm going to go for, for the English, for my team in England to win the Test World Championship, hopefully. Karuna Ratney, Sharma opening batting. Miles Lavishalen at three. Kane Williamson captaining, batting four. Travis Head at five, uh, Rishabh Pant at six, Jadeja at seven, Ollie Robinson at eight, Hazel at nine, Rabada at ten, and Bumra at eleven. Really so, strong team. I think yeah. three pretty good teams. Uh, I think everyone who I thought was going to get drafted got drafted. And tomorrow, as I did last week, I'll put a graphic out on our Instagram uh, with those three teams pitched and pitched the us, and you have to vote for which one's best. And we'll, we'll see how it goes, see what you guys think as well, so you can have your say. And now, as we finish everything else, we're on to the, the quiz. So, so for those of you who don't know how the quiz works, there'll be five questions. Uh, each question, will, will, each one question will relate to three different cricketers. And you'll get three different clues. If you get it from the first clue, you get three points. From the second clue, you get two points. From the third clue, you get one point. You can you can guess at any given point, and you can have one guess per clue that comes out. So sort of feel free with guessing, Jack. And then at the end, we tally up your points, and we've got a leaderboard of everyone's uh, points somewhere here that I've actually got, so I can say the leaderboard at the end. Huge so pressure. Right. <laughs> so, you ready, Jack? Yeah, just about. Yeah, I'm ready. Nice, nice. Uh, question number one, clue number one for three points. I scored four centuries at the 2015 Cricket World Cup. The one-day World Cup. Yeah, the one-day World Cup. Speak out loud. Anyone spring to mind? Not the best knowledge in 2015 World Cup. This is a great start. <laughs> um, who was good? Who would have been good in 2015 World Cup? You got Sharma. Rohit Sharma. Probably going to have to be my first guess. Uh, it's, it's not Rohit Sharma. I am my country's leading ever test run scorer. Well, as in... Who's going to be? It's not going to be anyone from England or Australia, probably. Could have been Australia. Could have been Steve Smith. Could have been Steve Smith. Could have been also Baba. Could we go, go, go Pakistan? Go Baba Azam? It is not, no. And clue number three, I'm widely regarded as Sri Lanka's best ever wicketkeeper batsman. Sangakara. It is Sangakara. Yes. I, I didn't realise quite how good he was that tournament. I was sort of looking through trying to find these questions. I would have assumed 2015 is far too late for it. I would have, if I was going to assume something. Yeah, I think that I think he retired after that tournament. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Completed cricket. Yeah, yeah. To, to be fair, when you scored 12,000 test runs and quite yeah. a lot of day runs, you can give up when you like. Hmm. Uh, question number two. 
uh, I made my test debut in 2009 versus Sri Lanka, going on to take 119 test wickets at an average of 30.4. 2009 versus Sri Lanka. Oh, I could literally could be anyone. Yeah, this is this. If you get that's, it a, t- that's a tough start, you've done me dirty. That's a tough start. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough start. No, I'm not even sure. I, can, I, can, I don't even know if I can hazard a guess there. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a second clue. I took a five-year hiatus from cricket from 2010 to 2015 after being charged in a spot-fixing scandal. Yeah, Mohammed Amir? It is Mohammed Amir. Oh, nice. Fan. That is, that is good. I, I was looking through. I didn't realise quite how good he was before he had a spot-fixing scandal when he was sort of an 18-year-old. Yeah. I seem to have quite good recollections of that. I don't know why. I suppose I was quite young, but it was awful. It was so bad. Who was the other one? Who was the other bloke? He was like the captain, right-handed bowler. Yeah, oh, I, can't, I can't remember. Oh, I, can't, they, I can't remember. Yeah, awful. Then he really come back and then just get really, really annoyed with the Pakistan sort of setup and just went, "All right, I'm just not going to play anymore, lads." Yeah, yeah. I think he just wanted to franchise it off for a bit. But I do yeah. feel bad for him that he's as 18, 19 year old was just bullied into making all those decisions. Yeah. Yeah. And get five years for it as well. Yeah. Uh, question number three. Clue number one. I'm the only South African to score a test match triple ton. Graham Smith? It is not Graham Smith. I retired. In 2019, from Test match cricket, and um, in this in the same year from um, all formats of cricket, scoring over 9,000 Test runs at an average of 46.64. How's my South African cricket knowledge? Yet? That's a question. Tied in 2019, triple hundred. What was it? Who was that? A, a B de Villiers. It's not A B de Villiers. Oh. I think when you hear the last clue, you'll get it, and it's all. So they were they were the three guesses I thought you'd make. I thought you'd go yeah. Smith, Villiers, and then when you hear the last cue, I said don't speak too early. I was going to say. Only... <laughs> uh, question number three, or clue number three. Uh, I'm renowned for my fabulous beard. Ah, uh, um, well, yeah, Hashim Amla. Hashim Amla, yeah, it is. Yes, okay, good. He scored, yeah. uh, he scored that big ton of uh, law. At, was it law to the Oval in 2000? Uh, 12 against England that's where the triple tongue came oh nice and question number four clue number one uh, I made my test debut in 2003 uh, going on to play for 11 years intermittently taking 57 wickets at an average of 40 oh, that's not a great average it's not, it's not I didn't realise quite how bad this man was until I thought <laughs> <laughs> awful player 11 years of his house cricket junk junk <laughs> um uh, right. 11 years. 2003 started. Yes. Um, I, I, I don't I'm going to go rogue. I'm going to go so rogue. English. Uh, Simon Jones. It's not Simon Jones. <laughs> not no. Sure played for 11 years, actually. Um, clue number two. Freddie Flintoff famously told me to mind the windows. Oh, Tino Best. Big it fan. is Tino oh, Best. Nice, nice, nice. Nice. And the lock. The last That's clue. great chat. It's always going to be great chat. All the windows, Gino. You can say it every, every time on the quick field. You always get a laugh. That's what I found yeah, out. Always. Yeah. Always. And I can't believe it. we haven't done him before as a clue because it's a, as a very bad club cricketer, 
Tina Best inspired about at least 40% of the chat that we produce. <laughs> yeah, so true. Constantly. <laughs> um, going, going on to the last play, you're doing pretty well here. You're on for six. I think sort of eight to pass score. So if you get it from um, eight, nine, I think nine would be third best. So you'll you'll be up there. Nice. Big pressure. Uh, question, uh, question number five, clue number one. I scored a tonne on my debut for England in 2009. I'm on debut in 2009. Um, weird year for cricket, that. Well, there's my favourite year of cricket. 2009. I'm not even going. I will be able to guess that. Oh, Strauss too early? Strauss, that's too late for Strauss. Um, too early for Root. Um, oh, Jonathan Trott. Rogue shot. That's unbelievable, eh, Jonathan Trott? There's no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> is that actually? Yeah, or he, he did it in the last test of the Ashes, I think. Is <laughs> That's unbelievable. Hey, you hey, hey, you can't teach it. You just can't teach it. Pressure makes diamonds. I'm going to live with that for a while, probably. Yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievable. Should I just go through a quick leaderboard of uh, where yeah, it's going? taken on the quiz at bottom is Dylan Church you might be able to score uh, tons in county twos but you can't take on the quiz so you're poo mate <laughs> and then uh, second bottom of seven is Billy Wooten and Ed Brew joint and then yeah, going, on to eight, going on to eight points we have Emily Monday and Coco Streets as a pairing and Luke Maslin and Conway Gilbert also got eight and going on to the big boys here we've got Jack and Luke Charlesworth, Gloucestershire professional, got nine, and he's a big badger. So we're playing with oh, the big dear. boys there. At ten is unfortunate. At with ten points is unfortunately the hockey boys, Finn Cooper and Nico Wright. Don't know how oh, they manage that one. How, how have we let them do that? Yeah, you'll be having hockey boys going above us. <laughs> and then uh, second, there's Dixon and Sequay with eleven points and. First is is myself, but Billy wrote the questions. I didn't answer my own questions because that was amazing. <laughs> I wonder why you were so keen for leaderboard to get read read, read out. Yeah, it's it the first week where I've had I've had a leaderboard, so I need to make sure that that he gets on there. <laughs> alpha, that's just alpha. Yeah, you yeah. gotta be top of your own quiz, surely. Surely yeah. not. <laughs> well, you can. You have been, and you are. <laughs> Yeah, I had, I had some, some sort of credentials. Probably, Jack, you probably don't realise that I am the worst cricketer in, as part of the MTC. I captain the Social Eleven, so having something like that is always quite nice. It's a big, it's a big, it's a big job, captain. That's what it is. It's a huge job. It's an honour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that sort of that concludes our podcast today. Thank you so much, Jack, for coming on and discussing all things Leeds. That's right. Thank you very much for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, and sort of, I think we're hopefully going to build this from a uni, other uni's treasure, aren't we? Yeah, so we're sort of starting to look to get some of the other universities on. A couple seem really keen. And Jack, you seem like a great starting point and perform very well. Like, yeah. Everyone's got <laughs> everyone's got quite a high sort of standard to beat now. So <laughs> set the bar ideal. up. Ideal. Make sure you just go to the top unis. Don't be don't be milling around at them. Don't you? I don't want to hear you like DMing Beckett. See if they want to do one as well. I'll be I'll be hurt, <laughs> very hurt. Yeah. <laughs> we were thinking of getting you both at the same time, just sort of clashing off. Yeah. Oh no! Thank God. 
and Zoom. Get it, get me off. Are the Beckett boys able to string a sentence yet, or are they not? No, they still part? can't count, so all is good. They still can't count. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one. <laughs> oh, God. Let's back your slander on here. We can't, we can't be offending everyone. Yes, sorry, 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 sorry. I can. You should. Well, you can actually carry on. I'm a big fan of I'm a big fan of <laughs> But yeah, sort of, Tredge, thank you for joining me today, mate. No worries, Bill. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Yeah, thank you everyone for listening and goodbye.